Blog Talk Radio. Hello, everyone. Ladies and gentlemen, all around the world, stay tuned. We are taking over your airways in three, three, two, two, one, one, one. conservative talk show host the left hates Romeo Hill on the Romeo show call him now at 516-666-9806 and it all starts now it's time to crank it up oh yes and ladies and gentlemen we're not going to go on a rant today we are going to go on the nut house train and welcome to the Romeo show glad to have you aboard with us and we would like to thank all of our sponsors, podcasts, Apple Chaser, and Google Play, and every single, and Spotify as well. We want to thank every, each and one of our sponsors, including our own Scott Hum. Yes, that's right, my wackadoo job boss, who likes to pretend he's Johnny Carson sometimes, and look at himself in the mirror in his underwear, thinking he's special, but he is special to us, but we love him anyway. We've got a lot of stories to cover, but sadly, we have very, very sad news. We have learned that a guy named Paul, and I can't pronounce his last name, or, uh, but he was a freelancer journalist who was killed in Russia covering the Russian versus Ukraine war. Now, this might get a little interesting because not only was he killed, but it didn't seem like the the death of the journalist was maybe accidental after all. We will get to that in a minute and many, many more. We are glad to take your call. Call in at 516-666-9806. And if you want to talk to me or my nut job of a boss, press 1, and he will gladly try to answer the call. But we are glad to take your calls. But going back to our story, a Russia-Ukraine war has been out now for a long time. But... We know that a lot of journalists that are trying to cover the story are having to, I guess you could say, put themselves in immediate danger. Well, this one journalist who ended up getting killed by a supposed Russian military, by the Russian military, was supposedly not accidental after all. Because here's what I kind of in coming to the king that this journalist who supposedly was, you know, maybe a freelancer or part of Fox News, shall we say, died while coming back supposedly doing an interview from a Ukraine head leader. Like I guess maybe we could say the Ukraine president, maybe. But what what if Pierre Zach Rizewski, I can't pronounce his name. Holy smokes. Uh, I'm sorry. 
Scott, have the beat button ready because that is a mouthful of words, and that's what she said. <laughs> anyway, we know that this leader, oh, my gosh. Okay, Scott, knock it off. This journalist was killed by Russian, by Russian soldiers while coming home, or not home, home, but coming back from doing a story, shall we say, right? And he ended up getting killed. Now, here's what's interesting. It doesn't seem to me that the death of this journalist was accidental or coincidental because here's the thing with this story. This journalist possibly or supposedly might have had answers about what was going on with the Putin and Ukraine president being called a not, oh boy, yes, that word is still going out and around out there today. And there is a old supposed painting that PBS had dug into an article about it and talking about it and somehow it related or connected with the Ukrainian president. I don't know how, don't ask me, it was just stupid. I, I think it's pure coincidental stupidity. But the journalists supposedly had a story that could break the whole entire fundamentals of this war that we know is going on today. And let's just pretend here for a minute, folks, that we're in like a James Bond movie, right? So James Bond is a spy who supposedly had information about another, for say, country or another person, and they supposedly tried to assassinate him or kill him, supposedly. Does that seem a little far-fetched with this possible journalist today? Well, it kind of does possibly match what some of what I'm going to tell you. And here's some of the little bit of not much evidence that concrete, but it seems to kind of be part of the puzzle that we can solve here. If this journalist had supposed, say, information that he knew that could totally completely make all of Putin's lies, which Putin now is using the Russian war and Ukraine war as a political kind of shenanigan kind of thing, right? He's using it as a political little roundabout way, I guess we could say. He's using it as a political stance point. So it's not far off to say that what would make Putin supposedly really upset with a journalist that may or may not have information that would make Putin look like the possible sleazeball, pardon the pun, or pardon my French, the sleazeball that he, it may not be far-fetched, because this is what happened. Pierre was a journalist who was doing his job, right? And he was trying to find information and, you know, give us the story about the Ukraine-Russia war kind of thing. So Pierre was maybe not supposedly accidentally killed because here's, here's where it kind of comes down to, folks. 
if, say, Pierre had given maybe his counterparts at Fox satellite information that may contain the big scoop, if you will, the big scoop. And even the dogs behind me are really going nuts about this story. I, I can't believe it. Hi, can, what, can we can we interview you? Do you mind if we interview you, doggy? No. I I, I wonder if he might be rushing you. Oh yeah, okay, he's rushing. Anyway, oh jeez, sounds like a Russian war back here, folks. Uh uh, uh Bob, wh- hold on, Bob. Oh yeah. Anyway, sorry, folks. We we got the uh, chaotic background noise going on here. But um, we know that supposedly that Pierre possibly was given satellite information to Fox about the whole entire interview that he did. And so maybe it's not coincidental that, act or accidentally, that maybe the Russians... Putin happens to find information or find a way to connect the dots to Pierre's location and possibly maybe let's just say have Pierre bye-bye. We don't know. These are allegations again, folks, but it is possible. Why would it absolute no sense? Well, it wouldn't, folks, because we know how Putin is. Putin is an absolute nut. Loose cannon, shall we call him. But I'm going to put it to you this way. Putin was supposedly the one that had gotten the information. Then what would Putin possibly want to do with the information? Who knows? But, you know, it's really funny that you you think about this. Putin could take that information and twist the story to his Liking, which means that we now have a dictator leader of Russia possibly being able to have a story that can completely be twisted against the president of Ukraine to make the president of Ukraine make him look like a complete bad guy and make Putin look like he's not, pardon the pun, Putin his pants by being the bad guy himself. So it's funny how Putin could twist these stories around and use them, but it's weird how supposedly and uncoincidentally Pierre was killed. And we are sorry for Fox News for your loss. We do wish you the best and all of luck. But it it makes sense, though. But what doesn't make sense is why does all the other media sources not at one time announce Pierre's death? Hmm. Well, here's the big answer to that question. Is it possibly that maybe because they don't have enough evidence? Ooh, there you go, maybe. Or, oh, let's let's go one step further, folks. Um, Well, gee, I don't know. Maybe it's because the fact that OPB, who is allegedly a reliable news source, when they put that out there, they made the story twisted to fit 
the maybe dictator communism narrative, just a smidge, you know, just so, just a smidge, just a little, just a little, you know, just a, just a tiny TV bit, you know, just because they don't have enough information to possibly go off of Pierre's debt. Oh, and, or maybe they're scared. Maybe I think the media are all scared to talk about it because Pierre's death is maybe not so coincidental after all. Maybe, shall we say, Pierre was assassinated and killed by maybe Putin's orders and Putin himself. And that would, again, pardon my pun, but that would make me poop my pants to even think about the crazy notion that a man like Putin would absolutely want to do it. It's not crazy, folks. It's the way Putin is. He's a mean, mean man who does not care about anyone but himself. And this is just the tip of the iceberg, because guess what? If all of the media is not covering it, but they're coming out different times at stories, I think that this is a media war. This is a media war to make any media that is possibly or supposedly close to Putin look very, very good. You know, it's not so coincidental, but it, this is something you got to think about, folks, because Putin, reliable source, he's part of the K, he was once part of the KGB. So just like Hitler and Himmler, they all had people spying on, well, anyone that was trying to get information about them and would have them not be no longer available, shall we say. You're listening to The Romeo Show. We will be right back after the brief message. We will take your phone call, take your email, take your questions, and we will talk more about this right after this brief message. Scott or Shaniqua, take us away, please. No word in the English language is less convincing than probably. Are you sure we should get matching tattoos on our first date? Sure. Um, we'll probably stay together. Probably? <laughs> it's been 23 minutes since I ate. I can probably swim. Uh, you should wait 30 minutes. Mm, okay, <laughs> tell me what to do. Cannonball! Cramp! Oh, I have a cramp. I can probably hit the green from here. Probably. Can I get a mulligan? Ready to go? Hey, are you sure you're okay to drive? Yeah, I'm pretty sober. Yeah, I'm probably okay. Probably okay isn't okay, especially when it comes to drinking and driving. If you're drinking, call a cab, a car, or a friend. Buzz driving is drunk driving. A message brought to you by NHTSA and Ad Council. Unlike other health concerns, mental illness is not always easy to see. Depression won't show up on an eye chart, and you won't find PTSD by looking at a thermometer. Sorting out a mental health concern takes professional diagnosis and treatment. Anxiety won't just go away under a bandage. If you or a loved one has a mental health concern, call 1-800-662-HELP for free and confidential information and treatment referral. Learn more at samhsa.gov support. 
I had this illness that really made me powerless over alcohol and that insisted that I got drunk. And so I got drunk. It doesn't have anything to do with trying to control it. An alcoholic who picks up the first drink will pick up the second drink. I can't say to anyone, no, 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 don't drink. But I can say that when you decide you don't want to drink, come to AA. The door to AA is always open. Visit AA.org for more information and download the Meeting Guide app to find a meeting near you. What if one day you went to your secret hiding place and instead of what you came for, you found a phone number, 1-800-662-HELP. What would you do? Would you stop and give it some thought? Before drugs take their toll on you and your family, know that there is help. You can quit. For help with drug use, call 1-800-662-HELP for free and confidential information and treatment referral or go to samhsa.gov slash know the risks. What can I possibly do to make this stressful time a little better? Here's one thing I found. It's a small thing, a simple thing, a remarkable thing. Smile. You can share a smile from more than six feet apart. You can share it socially with the whole world. In fact, right now, I'm smiling at you. And I hope you're smiling back because smiling is in you from PassItOn.com. And we are back with the Romeo Show. So we just learned his name, Pierre Zakharuski, or Dr. Zakharuski. And uh, Samenika, the mayor of small city of Konotop in northeast Ukraine, was the man interviewed, and he was deemed to be an ultra-nationalist or a far-left nationalist, if you will. And just because the painting by a one-time Nazi painter visually, visually figured very visible in a PBS interview, and I am told that Fox News is vaguely terming the tragedy incoming fire. I don't know, but again, with Putin covering up, trying to make this politicized, trying to make this big political chess game, I think we could call this maybe possibly murder. Sounds like they're saying oopsies maybe, but I don't know what they're trying to say, but even Scott's trying to figure it out. I'm sure Scott's sitting in the back drinking his beer, having his dip. What in tarnation called this? But it's conspicuous murder maybe. I don't know. Scott, you keep typing so dang fast, I can't even keep up with you. But here's the thing. Whether it's supposedly conspicuous murder, you know what I think it is? I think they wanted to prevent Pierre from telling the story about the Ukraine president and somehow, some way, maybe a supposed Russian soldier found a way to track Pierre's satellite location by heat, either heat signal or however you can think of, like all this James Bond story. And possibly then the oopsie happened. We'll just say the oopsies, you know, the supposed murder of Pierre was a cover-up to prevent not only just the story, but to make Putin look like 
it was not even his fault, maybe, if it is at all his fault, they won't even blame Putin for this. They won't even, the news media will make this look like it was a tragic, accidental death. That is not what happened, and we know that, and we know it's baloney, and we know that none of this is true, that they don't want to blame Putin. But if it is at all Putin's fault, then what will Putin make of this? Well, it's simple, folks. Putin has the ability to make the majority of his people listen to him. So if Putin happened to supposedly get a hold of the hard drive that had Pierre's story in it, then he could turn it around and make other countries maybe sympathize with Putin. But And we have the Brett Berry video on rightwingmedia.net now for you to check out. On And our condolence to our friends at Fox News. We are so sorry of your loss. And to the family of not only Pierre, but anyone that has family members in Ukraine or Russia, we really are deeply, humbly sorry that you have had to the loss of a loved one, and we wish you all the best. But let's not make no mistake there, folks. Pierre's accidental murder or accidental death, shall we say, is something that we need to pay attention. We need to pay attention to it because right now, all the other medias are going to start looking for an excuse to twist it around and make up lies and possibly sympathize, you know, be sympathetic to Putin. And that's not true. And that's not true at all because we know what Putin does. But anyway, besides the Putin and the Russian-Ukraine story, we have more news. Joe Biden is still looking like a complete, utter nitwit. And, but it's funny because, you know, Joe Biden got in office, the Democrats loved him. But now with all of what he is doing and giving Russia the little slap on the wrist saying, no, 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 you can't do that. Every Democrat is looking at Biden going, oh, dude, what the heck, WTF, my man. You got to do more than this. But let's go back to the Putin story. Is it possible that maybe Putin and Biden supposedly had something to do with some of this? Maybe we're going to find out that Artem uh, Samikiam, the mayor of the small city of Kionopitop in northeast Ukraine, was nothing more than a fair, far left guy, was the victim of likely Putin's PR hack job on one that Pierre Zakarsky uh, might have been about to unveil the truth. Oh, I'm sorry. Pardon me. I mean, maybe far right, far left. We don't know. We can't say far right or far left. We just can only say there was a political point in all this that we are unsure of. So let's take a minute to realize this, that Putin and Biden both are very dangerous people. Putin's more dangerous than Biden 
to be honest, yes, Putin is more dangerous than Biden. But Putin, Putin is going to make it known around the world that if he does not get his ways, he's going to possibly kill anyone or anything that gets in his way. So let's flip it around. Now let's look at Biden. Biden has done nothing but potentially kill American jobs, American economy, the American way, the American system, the capitalism, the, the amendments, the constitutions. All of this has been killed off by Biden. Well, I'd rather hope that America starts really waking up. Today is a heartbreaking day for Fox News Media and all of the journalists risking their lives to deliver the news. Fox News CEO Susan Scott, us journalists don't have it easy, folks. Let's be honest. Us journalists are just mere people doing our job. And y'all sit at home in the comfort of your room. And there are journalists out there dying every day. And people like Biden aren't probably even going to address this situation. Do I think Biden will address the situation with maybe a little grace? No. Or empathy? No. Biden will probably never address this without being completely dumbfounded or being dumb. We just got word Russia announced Russia has imposed retaliatory sanctions against President Biden. A number of his top administration officials, former Secretary of State Hillary Clinton and Biden's son Hunter Biden, admit it's going on war with Ukraine. How lovely. How lovely. How lovely. This isn't going to get us anywhere. But according to Fox News, the individuals included on the list are President Biden, Hunter Biden, Clinton Secretary of State Anthony Blinking. I wonder if he's starting to blink now. Blink twice, Anthony Blinken, if you need help. I'm sorry, no, no pun intended. Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin, National Secretary Advisor Jake Sullivan, CIA Director William Burns, Chairman of the Joint Chief of Staff Mark Milley, White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki. Oh, 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 Scott's girlfriend's on here. Shush, I didn't think she'd be on there. You're lucky, Scott. Deputy <laughs> Advisor, Deplin Sai, Director of Agency for International Development, Samantha Power, Deputy Treasurer, Secretary Adual Adimio, and President and Chairman of the Expert Import Bank, Rita Joe. All these people? Can you imagine how how stupid these Democrats must feel right now? You kind of wonder... What what makes Russia hate these people? Well, I mean, of course, I'm an American and I hate these people. That's probably no surprise at all. But but except, well, there's only one person in here on the list that one of our, shall we say, I guess we could name it nameless, that one of our fellow um, our fellow journalists likes uh, Jen Psaki. So, Scott, maybe uh, you can find a way to make Russia not like Jen Psaki, at least pardon Jen Psaki for her doings or whatever. I don't know. Find a way to do it. But this is how bad Russia hates these people. What does that tell you, folks? What does that tell you? That tells you 
Not only do the American people hate these people, well, now Russia does. It's pretty sad and pathetic when you have Russian people hating American Democrats, the ones that lick their boots and give them the it's okay, out of boy, good job. And it's really sad that none of this is ever being said on national TV. None of this, I'm sure, will go on national TV. Why? Because the journal on fake news media will never admit that the Democrats are hated by supposedly the people that they back. A hundred percent. And it's not going to ever be admitted to never be said. Because if the fake news media journalists ever admitted the truth, that would be basically breaking code against the democracy of the Democrats. And that's any worse. That is worse than having Jen Psaki and Joe Biden trying to collab together to make a speech about any importance whatsoever of what's of anything. There is no way that fake news is going to admit this. Because if they admit this, guess what? All bets are off. All bets are off with Russia. All bets are off that you can bet your button that by tomorrow, any fake news journalist that runs this story would be out of the job. And they would literally be out of the job. It is so sad. It is bad enough. It is bad enough that they're doing this. And we know that besides Blog Talk, Live Studio, um, Archives, ACAST, Podchaser, Google Podcast, Stitcher, TuneIn, Player FM, Russia is listening too. So listen up, comrades. Y'all are going to have a cold day when y'all try to make yourselves look good. This is bad. This is bad. This is bad. Terrible. And this isn't going to help Russia. Do you think that this game that Biden is playing with Russia, trying to give them little pat on the shoulder, not pat on the shoulders, I guess, but little, you know, disciplinary action or little sanctions against Biden or Russia. Do you think any of this is going to do anything in the war? No, because all it's going to do is keep educating the war. And the thing is, you supposedly got yourself in, you supposedly killed two of your fellow journalists. So we would kindly here at rightwingmedia.net like to tell you, you, that's right, buttercup skis, and you, sit and spin, kitties, you killed people. Now you should pay the price. You're listening to The Romeo Show. We will be right back after I get a dip. God help me. Shaniqua, where's the Tylenol? Please, Scott, take us away. If you served honorably in our nation's armed forces and you're looking for a way to continue serving your fellow veterans and your community, then join AMVETS. Each year, AMVETS members volunteer millions of hours at VA healthcare facilities from coast to coast, helping to improve the lives of their fellow veterans through the VA Voluntary Services Program. AMVETS posts and departments also participate in a wide variety of community service projects, ranging from Americanism in our schools to supporting the Special Olympics and Boy Scouts of America. Even if you no longer wear the uniform today, you can still serve through the AMVETS by joining today at AMVETS.com. 
www.gary'sfamilyfoodservices.org. Nothing says home like a hearty meal with family and friends. Since 2011, the Gary Sinise Foundation's Serving Heroes program has shown gratitude to our nation's defenders by offering them a taste of home. This year, we're partnering with the Bob Evans Our Farm Salutes program to help serve even more meals to service members as they return home or continue to serve overseas. Look for Bob Evans' purple packaging and visit OurFarmSalutes.com to learn more about how you can help serve our service members. The strength of America, our values, our way of life hasn't just been won on the battlefield. It's won every day in our communities when we come together, extending hands of compassion, service, and hope to those who need it most. For over 100 years, the American Legion has been strengthening communities across our nation by providing life-saving help and support to our veterans and neighbors during times like we're facing today. It's what the Legion's all about. From blood drives to distributing food, from responding to emergencies and protecting the most vulnerable among us, our mission is making America's communities stronger. We are one family, and therefore, we care. We are the American Legion, veterans strengthening America. To learn how you can help, visit legion.org. Thank you, uh, Shanique, darling. I, I love you too, babe. Uh, but uh, remind Scott to put a little bit more oil in your leaky nuts and bolts. Oh, hi, we're back. Sorry. <laughs> oh God, I, I, I'm Joe Biden. And I forgot my message thing. Anyway, happier note. Um, I would like to bring Scott in. Scott, can you come in, please? Uh, Scott? hello, hello. I. We're and I wanted to do a quick little uh, thing with you. Oh, really? I know that you, I want to congratulate Scott Hum for many, many years of success in rightwingmedia.net. And we all here at rightwingmedia.net, including, well, I don't know, maybe not Jen Pasaki would thank you, nor any of the yeah. Democrats would thank you, or the Russians would thank you, but... All of us here at rightwingmedia.net want to thank you, Scott Hum, for years of dedication, years of great journalism, professionalism, and great skillating, a awesome show. And can I just say, Scott, as we I say on my show, in honor of you, pack a lip, pack a dip. I know, Scott, you are a dipper and a fellow dipper, but... Let's pass a lip real quick, shall we, Scott, please, for me? That sounds good. Okay. But before we wrap up in 20 minutes here, um, we do really want to thank you, Scott, for all that you do here for us, not just us at Right Wing, but all of us listeners, all of the listeners, all of the people on your YouTube channel. We love you, and we want to thank you for your sometimes funny, quirky, and organic. Oh, God, I'm getting used to that word again. Oh, gee. Uh, your, your humor brightens everyone's day, and we know that the days may start looking gloomier and gloomier, but we thank you, Scott, for all the things you do. Cheers, my dude. And thank you. We love you, Scott. We love you, Scott. And we really do. But... 
first, before we end the show, can we bring Mindy in here, please? Your wish is Hello, our Mindy. command. Hello. Thank you, Uncle. Hey, Mindy. Um, we wanted to bring you in real quick because, you know, this is kind of also, I know, a gloomy show, but it, it's a big show. And we wanted to ask you, since you started listening to our show, what what drag, what, okay, maybe not drag because, you know, that would be making it sound like we're per- putting pressure on you, no pun intended, like supposedly like we're putting a gun to your head and telling you you have to listen to us, but what drags you into <laughs> listening to right-wing media.net, and what do you think about, like, the Scott Hum show, the Romeo show? What do you think about this show? Well, I really, um, I really do. Um, not only is it hilarious at times, but oh, yeah. it's informative. It's, I mean, you, you two are a couple of nut jobs, and you know you you make it, sorry you make it you make it comical you make it humorous and sometimes lighthearted but it's also informative and you know you talk about some really serious stuff and, and it was I mean, it was serious today yeah that that is a very yes. serious but and, I mean and thank you <laughs> yeah but thank you for your your compliments you're welcome yeah. Uh, you know, I've I've come to think of Scott as a very dear friend. Well, we know where I stand with you, Romeo, and and that's really what that's that's really what got me started with your show. And um, no, no, wait a minute. No, I just gotta say I did not have sexual relations with this woman. I swear, I did not have sexual relations with Mindy. I swear, yeah. I, I just only, um, I'm married to Hillary Clinton, and I love that woman so much, but I did not have You're not the only one who loves Gee, Mr. Clinton, uh, Mr. Pre- former President, you'd be about the only one who does love Hillary. <laughs> right. I swear, I did not have sexual relations with Mindy or that cigar. My foot. And I'm, and I'm not sure that's the only thing he had with that cigar. Harpo, you tell them. Well, frankly, that's the craziest thing I have. <laughs> you know what I, I? You know what I say? You know I think we ought to. You know I, I actually we ought to resurrect me out of the ground and I'll negotiate. I'll negotiate this Russian thing out. I'd make more sense than Putin's making, even though I'm dead. Well, you know what you said, um, Mr. Mark Grocho. It ain't Dixie without Dixie. That's right. It ain't Dixie. Ain't Dixie without Dixie. Go figure that one out. That's right. I go figure. But Mindy, we do appreciate out of our nut jobness, we do appreciate your comments and your feedback. We always love to hear what you know that you love us. Now, is there any particular thing that you could think of that we could do better maybe as a journalist here? Besides being a bunch <laughs> of nuts? <laughs> Would you leave your I mean, nuts out of it? Hey, hey, I'm just your nuts, nuts about whole, nuts. Your, your nuts are a whole nother conversation not appropriate for the radio. <laughs> I, again, I swear I did not have sexual relations with this caller. <laughs> Anywho, you know, not right off of the top of my head. I mean, you make it 
you guys make it easy for when, when you're talking about things. How do I explain this? Without sounding like a blithering idiot. Um, you make oh, it that, okay, Barb. Sorry, right. Mindy. Watch it. You guys make it easy for people that call in to um, kind of express what they're thinking. And it honestly, it gives people like me a feeling that they that we actually have a voice in some of the stuff that's going on in the world. And, and I want to, yeah, I want to thank you too. I mean, I seriously want to thank the people who listen around the world on Acast, Podchaser. Google Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn, and Player FM. We appreciate not just your your thanks, Mindy, seriously, but all you guys. And we try to make it easy and fun, uh, or else we get bored or shop. Uh, hopefully, just bored. Hopefully. Yeah. But I don't know. We'd be sitting here. We'd be really? bored. Just more than bored, but we would. We wouldn't be able to call ourselves the most hated the most hated group by the left oh jen hates, we wouldn't have hates to try to raggedy ann hates your guts raggedy ann hates your guts <laughs> i thought she liked me well no she liked you i'm sorry Danny, it no, I, I get that no mistake. no she tolerates me she doesn't like you she she's returning the well, disfavor I'm, well gee i'm not russian what do you mean you're I'm not, not Russian? Putin. Well, yeah, it smelled pretty no. bad if you were if you were putting if you were putting your pants. <laughs> no, I, I I swear I did not have any relations with Russia or oh hey hey Russia shut up shut up Americans trying to make a big thing oh yeah comrade Nazis anyway we, we do we do appreciate it Mindy we we really do and. If you find us to be any dissatisfaction, well, maybe some of us, not all of us, wink, wink, then please do let us know what we could do better. Absolutely. And, Scott, I, again, do have to thank you for many, many painful staking hours of editing and putting all this out together. Can we please give a round of applause or maybe... A round of cigars, if you're Clinton, if you know what I mean. Oh, shut up, Groucho. It would not be a show without Scott. And I know the words of Groucho, it wouldn't be, Dixie would not be Dixie without Dixie. But right wing would not be right wing without Scott. And we uh, thank you, yeah. Scott, for all the years of your dedication, man. Uh, uh, you are you are correct, sir. And you too, Johnny. <laughs> And and, uh, and I'll let Marlo know you seem to like me too. Well, yes, Groucho, we do. Not <laughs> that wasn't Groucho. No, that oh, no, was Phil Bugaboo. That was Phil Bugaboo. Oh, gosh. <laughs> fine. I do a TV show for twenty some years, and that's the all I get from you. Wow, I'll have to make a note <laughs> of that one. Uh, yeah, uh, you're not as good as Scott or Johnny. Sorry. You're only no. good because you're Catholic. Now, wait a minute. Just because I got a good Catholic education and because Marlo's a good Catholic, too, and I got her, well, you know what I mean. It didn't, wasn't her education that I got. Well, that doesn't make <laughs> me any better doing uh, doing talk shows, does it? I don't know what that makes you. I think that just makes you a nut job. I think it makes me a Catholic journalist. <laughs> 
whatever you call yourself. But in all sincerity, we thank you, Scott, for years thank of dedication and painful hours of staying up until three or four in the morning, then having to go to work or do your own show. We thank you for all the dedication you put in there. And I know I don't thank you enough for it, but I love you, brother. And thank you. You are one of the greatest journalists I could ever have the privilege and the pleasure to ever work with. Yeah. And again, our uh, speaking of since we're in the uh, uh, we're edging up onto the last uh, several minutes of the hour. Again, our thoughts go out to the uh, family and significant others of Pierre Zakharovsky and also his translator, fellow journalist, whatever the hell her name was. And, of course, uh, the other guy who is uh, uh, in hospital because, uh, you know, I mean, just like Romeo was saying, this was uh, Alina Zelenska, by the way. Uh, is the first lady of the Ukraine. There's a lot of uh, ladies who have that similar name. I forget the name of the... Uh, Sasha was her nickname. Let me see. Well, we'll just call her Sasha for the moment. But uh, And then you've got, still in hospital, uh, is uh, Ben Hall. And, um, you know, even even uh, Raggedy Ann, uh, Jen Psaki, had to say something nice in the... Uh, about him in the story from Yahoo News. She said he is somebody who has served the military in many war zones. Uh, this is about Pierre. He was a war zone photographer, co- covered nearly every international story for Fox News from Iraq to Afghanistan to Syria. So our thoughts, our prayers are with his family and the entire community as well. And, uh, you know, it, it really sucks. Alexandra, Sasha Kushnova. The uh, 24-year-old Ukrainian who was uh, their hired translator and was a journalist, she was killed. Um, the same story, and it kind of makes blood boil. Then that's what uh, the delightful guy, I was going to say the delightful guy, the delightful guy named uh, Vladimir Putin is famous for these type of little mission positive, impossible uh, campaign. Yeah, and it's, oh, here comes another Russian. Dang it. Well, I'm, I'm thinking, you. Scott, that, I, I guess, I'm thinking that you must have really missed, hold on, um, uh, was that Russian? No, that's American. Okay, good. Whew. I'm good. But, yeah, our hearts, you know, our sincere sympathy and empathy come out with, the family and anyone and even the Ukraine civilians and Ukrainian soldiers and Russian civilians and Russian soldiers, we we pray that they stay safe and we hope that maybe this comes to a better end or comes to an end sooner than later and we really have nothing more to say other than I am Romeo Hill and tomorrow on the Sky Hum Show we hopefully have a little more of a delightful show than this sob story yeah. today. And I will see you guys. Well, hold on. Let me see if I can do it like Scott. I will see oh, no. you later. <laughs> um.